0: I swear, I've never been more excited for one in my entire life. And the great Michael Rosen from Neutron Brewing Company coming on. Oh, this is great. Mike. thanks so much for jumping on with us.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, my God. It's funny how we're like jumping on. This has been so much fun just chatting with you before we, like, as we got on the air here. Um, and it's amazing how, you know, if anyone watches our show, they know I'm, I'm personally, you know, addicted a good bit to your beers a lot um yeah it's it's and i was telling you beforehand like I, Wegmans probably thinks i'm like a drug dealer or something just because like the amount of times i'm just sitting yeah. in the parking like, not going in and out just for five minutes to grab just your beers like they, yeah. i know people buy a first name basis there, like in, in, the, in aisle 15 um but no this is so great so we have a lot of athletes and coaches jump on our podcast but this is the first time we have a a, a brewmaster on this is really cool stuff
1: yeah well. It's just my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Let me ask you a generic question. Though. What's it like just that your life is beer, right? Like tasting beer. I feel like everyone would generically say like, oh, that must be so much fun. But like, right, there's so much of how it goes behind that.
1: Yeah, it's a dream. You know, it's, it's. we always joke. It's not all the Sam Adams, Adams commercial. You're not just like sitting there sniffing hops all day and, <laughs> Uh, you know, sitting in overalls on bags of grain, drinking beer. But I mean, that that certainly happens from time to time. But it's not a, it's not an everyday occurrence. But I'd say being a brewer is, is primarily cleaning. You know, uh, the brewing process is extremely sanitary. You're constantly cleaning tanks, or cleaning the floor, cleaning the outside of the tank, cleaning parts. So the idea is, if the you know the space is clean, the beer is clean. So,
2: yeah, and looking at. Uh... Doing some some reading up on on you some articles that we saw. You got started at a pretty early age, of seventeen. Is that right? Did, uh, was it a, just an at home brew kit? Like yeah, started, so or?
1: I started homebrewing with my dad uh, when I was about seventeen. Um, he was a homebrewer from uh way back, like before I was born. He was really into homebrewing, so we sort of bonded over. Like I, I came to him it was in high school, obviously. I was like, oh, you know. I'd, like to get into beer and beer wasn't very taboo in our house like the, you know we were allowed we were allowed to have a beer at dinner sort of things or at big events and um i told him that it's like oh it seems interesting like I'd, I'd really like to try this so we did it a couple times and i enjoyed it and i went off to school i went to uh for a traditional bachelor's degree i went to albright college in Reading, pennsylvania when i was there and i was thinking like well you know i need to find an industry to impact I was I was going for at the time environmental science. Like I'd really like to find something that I can, um, you know, positively impact for for the environment. I was like, well, brewing sounds fun. Like brewing was cool. I did that with my dad a few times, and I called every brewery within a fifty mile radius, probably at the time, maybe even seventy five (laughs) mile radius, which wasn't very many at the time. This is two thousand and. 10 maybe 2009, 2010, looking for an internship. And, um, eventually my dad was friends with a friend of the brewer at the rock bottom in King of Prussia. Yeah. Some happy
0: hours with Vanguard friends yeah,
1: friends. yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. So, so the brewer at the time, his name was Brian. I like, you know, sort of begged and pleaded and got the in with my dad. And he, uh, he, he kept me on as an intern. I kept every time I was there, Hey, like, I'd love to have a job. I'd love to have a job. I was just annoying him. And, um, he eventually came and gave me a job, so I was with him for about two years. But that was probably the two most informative years of my brewing career. Just a really laying foundation.
0: And we—it's funny—we got the chat going here too. And by the way, will all the chat come in? Feel free give us questions for Mike. We want to want to hear from you guys. And it's funny, Brent Ludwig was just saying that he's, he's Neutral's biggest fan. and I swear, like yeah. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's a name like, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm like, we got like a, you got a whole following yeah. here now. It's funny, too, how you mentioned Albright. So, ironically, this could not be, like, a smaller world. So, both yep. Zach and I, our girlfriends, both went to Albright. And I wrapped it up before we, like, reached
1: out. We oh, really? to each
0: other, Yeah. And there are a couple of years, I guess, behind. So, we were trying to do the math in our head. So, we don't – I don't think it would align, but – because they're what? Well,
1: you're – well, you're they graduate.
0: So, if we were high school, 09. So, it would have been, what, 13 for college, 14 for us, and they would have been 16? Yeah, Nina right?
2: was 18. Uh, okay, She played basketball there Nina
1: Mazzarelli I don't know That rings the name, a bell The name's I mean it's a small enough school The name rings a bell It's, yeah. a bell. Oh, it's great well,
0: And no, who's, and who's your girlfriend? Oh, Ellie Hudson So she played the cross At um, Yeah,
1: that name's familiar She might have been an ambassador If I remember correctly
0: uh, I'll have to follow up And ask her on that one
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, You know that, Karen Come on yeah. I I know, <laughs> I know I know
0: I well it's funny too so and we're also from the same hometown downtown pennsylvania and it was crazy how how that came to be i couldn't believe it when you said we were emailing each other and and so i guess that kind of leads. and it's funny how you were talking about i was reading how so you started 17 and you work your way so you're an unpaid intern at rock bottom Mm -hmm. i brought like, like no pun intended you work your way up to assistant like brewmaster right with it was brian mcconnell i think right who started mm-hmm. the early pig
1: yep that's correct
0: and they're, and oh my god we love them too i mean started, his, like, fan- like, his
1: beer is fantastic
0: oh i know that way they started, i think what media now there's the one in westchester is when i always love going to. yeah they
1: started the media it has to be six years ago now five or six years oh my so. god.
0: But it's so cool so i guess like how much did you learn from that process and, and also like not to, like and it's probably weird for you to like try pat yourself on the back of the list but like i was blown away reading this i was like Damn, he started like at the bottom and you worked your way all the way to that point. Like, that's like, you gotta, it takes guts, it takes grind, it takes effort. Like, and it, it shows your beer now. Like, you, I, I, when I was like reading that, I'm like, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, I mean, yeah. just uh, your work ethic's incredible.
1: Yeah, it, it came from, you know, my, my father was, is an extremely hard worker. And, uh, I, I really think that I, I gained a lot of his work ethic. So college was tough, man. Cause like, I, you know, I, by the time that I was a, sophomore. No, I guess i had started my junior year and I was professionally brewing. And I was like, well, do I really need to finish my, my college degree? And I, I, I did, but um, I was working over 40 hours a week between three jobs and going to school full-time just because I really wanted to be a brewer. And my, my parents really pushed me to finish my college, my college education. And that work ethic sort of just went through into my career. I spent a few years with Rock Bottom, a few years between uh Saucony Creek and Kutztown, Manny Unk, and Manyunk, Pennsylvania yeah oh, then,
0: I, I was gonna say I wrote it down like they're, they're all such great places like man mm-hmm. oh my god all the ones and then there was Kane I think right and uh yeah,
1: so Kane, Kane was like the really the next big break in my career you know after getting into the industry and say I was the, the head brewer at Kane I think it was 2014 2014 or 2015, and I worked with them during a really instrumental growth period for them, and we were brewing, brewing our asses off, just, you know, making head high and overhead. They're two IPAs, and he was riding high on the gold medal win from a night to end all dawns at GAPF and we were working on our dark beer program, and um, we formulated the recipe Sunday Brunch, which was a, a spoof off of uh, Morning Bell, which was a previous beer for them, and that that took off and that all those things were going well and then I, I got approached by um, Gene from Tired Hands and he uh, he sort of headhunted me I, I just happened to be in the in the uh, cafe one day and uh, he like pulled me aside and because he had knew, we knew each other and he was like hey uh, I'm building this project Do you want to see it and I was like yeah sure I'd love to I'd love to go see it and I'm like inside my head I'm freaking out I'm like oh my god I'm going to see I'm going to see the space that he's building. And we're like walking through. And by the end of it, he pretty much had offered me the job to build and run the ferment So did that for a few years, got the, the, uh, that off the ground, put in the can line, put in a third space there to do more production. was building a lab. At the time he was building the general store and all those things that eventually happened over the last two years, like uh, St. Werner's cafe and beer garden were all things that we were talking about at that time. And, um, I burnt out. I just did like, I, you know, I was 20, 26 or 27. And i had been working 80 hours a week. And I was just like, I just burnt out and um, left tired hands and started my own consulting company. And that's how got
0: Oh no, sorry, that's I was gonna say since that point, and that's kind of what spun you into right to, to neutral and that, yeah, yeah. I was so, to ask you how did that all come to be? Yeah, so they
1: were they were one of my first consulting clients. Um, they, we sort of just found each other very early into me starting that company. And um, they are fun guys to work with, you know, that was a very sentimental project. It was like the first the first project I completed um with my consulting company and we get to the end of it and they didn't want me to go and i wasn't sure that i was ready to leave yet i wasn't sure i was ready to leave the project and they offered me a partnership to stay on board so i did
0: that's unbelievable and it's never like i was gonna say so it's how did i guess like all you guys come to be like so i guess obviously with the consultant like but was it like we work with like how did those guys i guess separate themselves with like your other clients were like you wanted to just jump into this
1: how did they separate themselves? Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they were—they're accomplished businessmen. So they—they um, they started a nightclub chain in 2001. They didn't know it in 2001 that they were going to start a nightclub chain, but they had opened a nightclub in Williamsport called the Cell Block. Um, it's a really cool old um, jail center right in the downtown of Williamsport. It still functions today, and they redid the whole thing. They were having all these huge parties, and the business was going really well for them. So they're like, "Well, I guess we'll open another one." And then that i well, they're like, well, I guess we'll open another one. So they, you know, did that a few times and eventually they sold off their nightclubs and they owned a fine dining restaurant in Erie. They've owned a gastropub, a few gastropubs. And right now they operate um, two restaurants in downtown Williamsport, as well as um, they own a, like a small real estate company with a few apartments and then the, the brewery. So I was really excited by the idea to work with, um, with people that knew what they were doing. You know that that yeah. had business acumen because I've worked with um, some notable breweries and I know my stuff. But it, you know, I, the business side of things, I was sort of on the outs on. I just didn't have the uh, the experience that they had, so they've been able to kind of guide us and and point us in the right direction and point me in the right direction and mentor me. You know. I
2: got to get a little sidetrack here, hence the name of our show's sidetrack. Uh, <laughs> so when you were in college, like, were you showing up to parties with IPAs, double IPAs, all this crap beer, or, while everyone else was drinking, you know, Natty light or Keystone? Or, or <laughs> yes,
1: it's, 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 it's funny you mention that. So one story comes to mind. We It was like my, it had to be my senior week, or it was like at the end of my senior year, we got busted at an on-campus party. Celebrates a small school, and there wasn't right. a, it wasn't super safe necessarily to party too far off campus. So we were at a, I was in a fraternity and we were at um, some mixer up in one of the apartments Apartment complexes, we're like quadplexes, like there'd be two apartments on the bottom and two apartments on the top, and all these little like housing units around each other. Mm. So we're here in one of those places, and of course, public safety shows up. And of course, there's people that weren't 21 there, so, <laughs> so they roll through, and they get everybody's ID, and you're not allowed—you're only allowed to consume alcohol on campus if everybody in the room is 21. So of course, they're you know, writing everybody up, getting everybody's name, and I'm—you know—I'm like, fuck this! Like, <laughs> I'm 21. I'm like, what does this matter? I'm moving. On to into a brewing career. So we have to go to a public safety hearing later where they like read off the charges, right? Yeah. And then when they read off the charges, they're reading all the the alcohol items that were at the party so it's like you know Maddie <laughs> daddy and like, smearing off and they're like reading off reading off reading off and it's like victory prima pills victory hot, hot devil guinness rock bottom growler like and then it just like keeps going going i was like well shit I at least know what i was drinking so <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. Incredible.
0: Yeah. So and I was going to say, so, obviously, victories in the backyard downtown, how much did they influence you to just like getting into to the career of brewing and just your influence even just today with, with your beers and me?
1: Uh, I think pretty, um, in, I think they were pretty influential in my career. I mean, it was very normal to me, and it's probably normal to you guys too, without even realizing it. You grew up in a town with one of the largest craft breweries in the country. And we watched it grow. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I remember yeah. I remember going there when it was, like, a little, like, 2,000-square-foot pub, and there was, like, um, pool tables. Yeah, pool and pool
0: table there. Yeah,
1: pool tables off on the left, and my dad used to take me. He'd go there to drink Hop Wallop or Hop Slam or whatever was – that wouldn't be Hop Slam, that's Bells, but Hop Wallop or Hop Devil yeah. – I mean, the ESB, you really like the ESB, and I would be drinking root beer. You know? Yeah, all, yeah the, the root beer was outstanding. I was, you know, I couldn't have been ten or eleven years old just sitting in a bar playing pool with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I mean, not all about you guys, but I remember going to high school parties, and there was victory, like it, that was just like a thing.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, we went to Shanahan, It's literally right in our yeah. backyard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable, and their ring- the wings, their wings and stuff. Oh god, Yes. Yeah.
1: the pretzel for me, I love the pretzel. Oh one. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we really are. It's everything. We're really treating this. I mean, just how much to like to this? I mean, I was reading too about like, it's kind of like a, I'm asking, but I also know a little bit what I'm asking, but like, how much <laughs> of this area influence you? Just, I mean, the rich, like, you know, microbrewery action going on in southeastern, kind just really in all Pennsylvania, but. But really you know obviously you got victory you got Yingling, I mean, obviously England's grown but like i mean you have all sorts of different ones i mean locust lane's like two minutes from my apartment right oh, like wow. stolen sons and Exton, right
1: like yeah for there's sure so
0: many different ones you can pick from phoenix yeah. has their own but so i guess like to that point how much does that culture i guess help with you
1: uh a lot I, I guess i mean i it was pennsylvania's got a really rich craft beer scene like you were saying and um I was always interested. My dad was a small business owner. I would, you know, I'm a small business owner. I was really interested in Pennsylvania and economic development. That's eventually what I, I really focused on in college was environmental studies, which is like the sociological side of environmental science, and specifically how um, how small communities are affected by by large corporations. So to me, it was always really interesting to, to own a, a, a small business and try to make an area come up and certainly craft breweries are are um indicators of towns turning around so
0: and and it's funny looking at the chat so jp's got a great question and it's we were talking a little about this right before we jumped on the air so looking at neutral your beers are amazing and we'll get into all that in just a second but i mean it's fine i'm drinking uh, the candy hearts right now which i love and i i seriously i was saying i wish i could just hang up your cans like like art (laughs) like the different the patterns the designs like so, first of all, like, who does all that design for you? And second of all, like, what influences all these different cans and, and the artwork that goes behind it?
1: Sure. So, the um, the art for the cans comes from three primary sources. Originally, it came from a guy by the name of uh, Ryan Keats, who owns a company, a small design company in Lancaster, uh, which is called Fox Duck. If anybody travels through Lancaster, it's right on the main street near the uh, the farmers market. He does uh, t shirts and. Just general graphic work. He's very talented. So he came up with the original branding behind New Trail, and he did a lot of the cans from from day one until about I'd say six months ago or so. Um, our design work became so much that we needed to bring in an in-house graphic designer, and um, she's very talented. Her name's Alyssa, and she's been with the company, like I said, for about six months. So she anything that's come out in the last. I'd say three months is a probably pretty good guess that it came from her. Or at least anything that's new. And then well, um, all your
0: winter ones with the mountains, in the <laughs> yeah.
1: Mountain. yeah. <laughs> and then um, I, I will do some of the graphic design work too, depending on what's needed. So I took a few design courses, and I focused on photography when I was in high school. So I am a little literate in uh, Adobe. So. When uh, projects were tight about a year ago, and you know Ryan was too bogged down, and be like, "Well, screw this. I guess I'm just going to do it." So um things like Mountain Forest, all those those beers are sort of spurred from from me. Refracted Aurora was my love.
0: Mountain with the with oh, you can see it if you look yeah. closely. And Bro. and Brent's drinking that right now in the chat.
1: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> There's a we're brewing a field, I believe actually right now. I think the, at the brewery they're actually brewing field just this very moment. So, oh
0: my, I got it's funny. So, and I just so whiteout. I think I just saw on social media was released yep. today too. How much fun was going into putting that beer together?
1: It was awesome. So whiteout uh, we released last year for the first time, and that was one of the first times we used uh, a new hop, which at the time was called HBC six nine two. It was an experimental hop, and it just got named Talus about. I guess about six months ago, they they just unveiled that as like a primary hop for them. So we were super excited to use it. It um it was a derivative of Sabra. I don't know if you guys know Sabro hops, but they're very like coconut forward, and that was really exciting. Um, and HBC six nine two, now known as Talus, uh, was it has coconut. It was like a da- It's a daughter or a sister of Sabra. I can't quite remember, but it showed the other side of the uh, tropical spectrum. So it's like super pineapple it's definitely got coconut it's papaya it's really it's really rich it's really a fun hop to play with so we paired that with um I think it's Simcoe and Citra and Whiteout. Forgive me for not knowing off the top. No, of my are head. You kidding me? I'm just but, kidding. You're,
0: so you're talking to someone that looks like like hops and just like that's all I know. If you said what goes in the making you I'm like, there's hops in it, like, yeah, yeah. like uh, it's super bad. Like with Nick lovin where he's like, I heard the, they put more hops, hops in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at with the whole yeah. process.
1: No, but it was uh, it was fun to formulate. It was a it was a meat hop to to play with, and I'm very excited that um, they decided to move forward with Talus as a hop. So Whiteout, sort of like our first our first stab at trying to use that hop last year and I'm, I'm very excited for this year's batch i had some the other day so well,
0: and speaking of your hops like this is probably <laughs> forgive me for asking this probably like in a rookie way but the one thing i love about your beers and this might sound like weird because if anything it probably sounds like, like wait they taste the same i feel like there's a consistent taste in all your beers they're all different but they have this consistent almost like backbone to them that is just phenomenal i guess that's like I'd always be like, "Oh, it's that fresh neutral taste." Like, it's something where it's like, if you taste it, whether it's a stat, whether it's a double hazy, like, right? It doesn't. Whether it's a pills or like, it, like everyone in those expedition packs, like, I could tell. It's like, oh yeah, like this is yeah. it's got that neutral taste to it. Like, like, what, like what is that?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the industry's secret. Yeah, it's not you know, it's not it's not me standing over the kettle going like this to make it taste better. I can tell you that much. Um, we um it's a process probably is what is what you're tasting i mean you're talking about consistency brewing is all about consistency so i have a a really strong team of um, brewers and packaging guys and um we all operate under the same sops so the idea is just to make the most quality driven beer that we can and um i suppose what you're tasting might be like house character like you talk about like If you are into wine like certain vineyards have definitely have distinctive flavors whether or not you're drinking um one vintage to the next you know i'm I'm sure neutral has that same sort of effect we we have a signature flavor i suppose
2: and i gotta ask i know we're talking about you know the the, ingredients and all the crazy you know mixtures of everything and, and the artwork how do you come up with some of these names i mean the names are, are great. They're creative. Like, yeah. do you Isn't the same as commercial? Are you guys sitting down drinking your beer and then coming up with names? Or what No, you? I
1: mean, often, oftentimes the, the name is formulated before the, the, the actual beer is um, just because you have, if you think about it, you have to design a label. It has to be approved by the federal government. It has to be approved by the state. So oftentimes, and like, you know, we'll, we'll formulate different flavors for the names that we develop, but a lot of times it's sitting in a room yucking with each other, just trying to you know, throw shit against the wall and see what sticks. You know? <laughs> so is it like you
2: kind of look out and see what's going on in the world and come up with something, or like the time yeah, is well, here?
1: well, certainly. <laughs> I mean, the idea is to kind of um, evoke memories or inspire you to want to go to certain areas and do certain things. I mean, that's what the, the entire concept behind the brewery is, is to kind of show how wonderful north central pennsylvania is and how how great the outdoor culture is in pennsylvania so um sometimes it's as simple as like do you remember sledding as a kid like we're like yeah that's a great name sledding let's do that you know and and things like goggles goggles and flannel weather i mean you if you come through central pennsylvania between october to december i think just about everybody's in a flannel so yeah 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 (laughs) With boots on, absolutely. I think. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and Brandon Sorry. had a great question in the chat. So, and like we were kind of talking about beforehand, real quick. So we got Mike LaRosa, uh, the director of brewing, on our podcast right now. Just roll along here. Uh, I like and. I'm just going to just keep, I'm like, Mike, if you ever need a cheerleader, just like, I don't even care if you're on top, I will do
1: it. I think I got enough cheerleaders with my mom, so. <laughs> I'll
0: build like the neutral mascot if you have like a costume at 6 <laughs> <back> or whatever. <laughs> I, think, I think
1: my mom will do that too, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but, but, but I had a great question. He was asking, so where did all these collaborations come from? Right, like, so I, that's actually one of the notes I had was how Pointing North, which you did with Levante, is one of mm-hmm. my favorite beers I've ever had. It's like, <laughs> I I, the amount of times I went to the stables and it was obscene that was like around Mm -hmm. November but but yeah so where did this whole like collaboration come from and how important is that to you to kind of mix and match with like places from your hometown
1: (laughs) yeah so I mean like collaborations are are cool for for brewers I mean there's not a lot of um, formal education for brewers available at least there wasn't when I started in the industry there's a few schools and not too many programs so a lot of what we did was, you know, you learn from a guy like I did, or you end up trying to beat your way into, you know, beat down the door to get into somewhere. And that guy might not know what he's doing, but um, you you end up learning from him, but you can sort of stem your learning by talking to other brewers. You know, it's a really, it's a competitive industry, but it's not a really competitive point that we don't all sort of see the rising tide sentiment. Like I might as well try to help everybody out to create better beer so i think that's where the base idea of collaborating amongst breweries breweries are and i'd say we sort of follow the same sort of sentiment like we want to collaborate with you know my friends i've been doing this now for 10 plus years so I've, i've made a lot of friends along the way so it's nice to kind of have an excuse for them to swing through the brewery three hours into the middle of nowhere to come hang out with me for a day but it's also about um trying to explore new flavors or um spending time with each other other to um to talk about new ideas or you know we'll, we all read a lot of the same papers and posts and books as far as brewing is related it's like hey did you read this like have you tried it what was your successes what were your failures you know
2: and that was going to be my next question was the industry itself. And if it, A, is a competitive, which it is, obviously there's new, there's microbreweries and craft breweries everywhere. Um, so I guess my question would be, how do you like separate yourself in such a crowded environment? You know, obviously collaboration is great because, you know, everyone's going up together and all that. But at the end of the day, you, you still have to move forward yourself.
1: Right? I mean, ultimately, we still only make up, it's less than 20% of the market you know, mm-hmm. and, and as, as related to, yeah. to big beer. So mm-hmm. um, helping each other come up is is certainly the, you know, the sentiment that a lot of breweries take. And there's certainly a lot of larger breweries within Pennsylvania. Um, I don't want to blow up their spots, but there, there's certainly a lot of lar- larger breweries that I reach out to still for help, you know, and they're, the owners are, are more than willing to, you know, give me an hour of their time just to be like, Hey, like, I've never been here before. What do I do? like, oh yeah, I think, you know, we did that. That was, you know, 15 years ago. Here, you should try this, this, and this. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, that's so that's cool. great. There's like, yeah. like
0: gentlemen's kind of, yeah, like culture in there, like, yeah. like just everyone helping each other instead of competing against each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly there, there's definitely competition in business, but um, I'd say for the most part, people are, are pretty cool about it.
0: And it's funny. So Zach, you're going to laugh when I, when I ask this next question. So, I was going to actually ask you about the expedition pack because. So I went twice to East Branch and got it. Then Randall Wegmans got it when they had it there. Like, I love it. Morning Necessities, by the way. Like,. Like, you're going to try like, it's, it's, it's the best it's like one of my it's, it's, first one, it's my favorite dark beer i've ever had like yeah. that, oh my god it's it's to die for like i might just drive up like three hours or whatever to williamsport just to get them and bring them back <laughs> <laughs> um but, but it's, it's funny so and i'll add and because my question is more about the expedition pack but sure you're gonna kick out of this so we play in like a the downingtown recreational softball league yeah <laughs> and you we are cracking up so east branch was the brewery that won uh the the league and Jack oh, uh, actually filled in our team. Remember that when you played for us, you and Nina played that day. It was like 100 degrees, yeah. They're good. I don't know. I don't know if you know. They talk about their softball program. No, no, <laughs> I can't.
1: I can't say that I talk to them about oh, the softball program. You
0: know, well, so we're saying we're going to start drinking trail beers before our games this year, and I think that's that's <laughs> going to you know we're going to get there.
1: You know, East Branch. I, I said it, I've said it a few times now, and I'll, I'll say it again. I think East Branch makes some of the best beer in the state so i uh, i was super excited to work with those guys on on uh, on confluence so um yeah. i've known sean one of the owners there for a number of years and kevin the, the head brewer there is super talented i mean he's he, you know was brewing at victory forever so um I, i'm always really excited to swing through there when i'm when i'm in downingtown
0: that's good. So cool. i was gonna say so t- to that point about the pack like what was it about you know pizza boy and or pizza box and wait, wait hold on it's pizza, pizza boy. boy right yep yeah geez all right i see. i gotta I, pizza box okay. is always my place see, i'm losing i'm getting all excited <laughs> thinking about i'm just thinking about them. i went that's through, all good. Like, we, we rolled through a pack yesterday during super bowl sunday by the way like, <laughs> but, um starting with the morning necessities but i guess yeah. was it really cool too just because like, they're all different types of beers like what how fun was it putting that together and i'll add the staple of i saw There's
1: a sequel now. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll touch (laughs) on it a little bit. Oh, I'll pumped. So, so, um, yeah, I mean, the the idea sort of came to us and stemmed from um, 2020. You know, 2020 sucked for everybody. And we are like, well, we missed out on so many, like, fun adventures and trips. And wouldn't it be fun to kind of produce all these collaborations and put them in one pack and throw it around through the entire state? I think it was my business partner, Dave, that came up with the idea. And he brought it to me, I was like, yeah, that's a cool idea. And he's like, yeah, we should do it. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh, like, we're moving forward with this? Okay, I guess so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're shooting to do um, one every month. I don't know if that's going to happen, because it is quite a uh, bear, as I've gotten further and further into the project. It's just like herding cats, you know, it's like dealing with, you know, I'm through January, and we're packaging February, and I'm getting through label design on uh, March and I'm um, reaching out to the April breweries and trying to work on who's in May. It's just like, it's, it's juggling a lot of balls right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, I mean, the idea was to kind of focus on, um, our friends and the styles of beer that they make very well and that we, you know, would like to think that we make well too and try to work on an idea together and try to get it into as many Pennsylvania's hands as possible. So, excuse me. Well, um, that's oh,
0: right. Now, just to add in there, I, you talk, I mean, you're just talking about your schedule being so busy. That's the one thing I, has blown my mind. Everyone, you usually feel like the, the talk is quality over or quantity or quantity over quality. Like there's that, that back and forth. You've mastered both. Like there's new beers coming out, it seems like every week. And you're just talking about how busy you are. The, the taste is unbelievable. And if any, like, obviously I can say, it, but if anyone goes on tap, they see how great your beers are rating. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we're really um, proud of our, our process. I'm, I'm really proud of my staff. I'm really proud of everybody that works for the company and, and, and works with us to create our, our dream. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, a busy, I'm a busy guy. I wear a lot of hats, you know was thinking about it today. It's like I was in the tasting room on Friday and the mill broke on Sunday and, you know, the packaging line needs help on Monday. And I've, by the way, I've got like seven meetings in between now and then. So just a, a lot going on. Well, I think that
2: speaks to your the work ethic that you alluded to earlier and, and just yeah. your, your leadership so you're not afraid to, you know, get in the trenches with everybody, which yeah. is what produces such great results as well. So no. that, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, lead from the front, you know. So... try to stand back and eventually hopefully everybody gets uh gets (laughs) gets to do it on their own i guess a little bit yeah it's
0: it's fun just to add one more thing on your mind then to that point so the chat had a great point uh from joe p was saying any are you guys thinking about expanding you know outside of williamsport like opening another brewery how like victory did obviously cadet square and parks i mean there's
1: there's lots of pipe dreams so i won't say anything specifically but you know we've, we've joked about a lot of things so Maybe someday it's kind of the the running joke. Maybe someday.
0: <laughs> uh, there's not a doubt about your work ethic and the yeah. the pro, like. There's this guy's the limit for you guys. It's unbelievable. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. Uh, to touch back on, so I can shamelessly plug the February pack. We are, are really excited about the February pack. That'll be. Let me pull up my my phone so I can look at a calendar so I can look at dates. Oh yeah, then, get it out. Uh, so we will start wholesaling the February expedition pack next week. So it'll, uh, be released at the brewery, uh, probably on the 17th, probably on Wednesday, and it'll start to hit shelves in some areas on the 17th. And then that'll, that means it'll continue to hit shelves more in more volume the following week, the 22nd through the 26th. So we're doing, um, just get my ducks in a row again, just because. Like I said, I got a lot of balls to juggle.
0: No, please, you can. not I'll, I'll camp out in the cold. It's fine. I'm seeing my brother <laughs> in the chat too. He's like, "I'll work for beer." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I think that's what I'm doing with my work at my company. At this point, they pay me that I yeah. trail It's just it's a, it's a perfect balance. In my life. Yeah, well, you only
1: really rent beer, right? So, yeah,
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a good uh, so, uh, in the February packets, Love City imprint grist house and two sp so love city we're doing a uh, dry hopped american pilsner uh imprint we're doing a hazy double ipa grist house is a hazy single and two sp is a hoppy american imperial stout so sort of focusing on what everybody's strong at again
0: And that's so cool too like how you're working with like with their strong point it's not you're just walking in and saying oh we're great so we're going to do x y and z like it's yeah, not it's, like it's,
1: it's it's all about collaboration right so
0: it reminds me of the two musical artists who just put a beautiful song together right
1: yeah yeah um, I mean, <laughs>
0: I was gonna say too. Now I know, like hiking is is kind of a lot based around in this whole right with with the cans and the art and stuff. So is that one of your big hobbies? You know, being like obviously outdoors and just getting out in the whole Williamsport thing, or is that something new since you've been up there?
1: No, no. I, I you know I grew up hiking, and um, I was uh, in Boy Scouts. I'm an Eagle Scout, so being being in, out in the outdoors and participating in those sorts of activities was definitely something that was um, very. Uh, influential i guess on my on my personality so i don't have as much free time as i'd like but you know i, I like to get out I, I kayak quite a bit i love to sail um i uh, have a motorcycle now so that sort of fills, nice. fills my fills some of my time wind in my face but um i yeah, certainly love to hike and and just be outside there's some good fishing spots up there right yeah, great fishing. Uh, I'm not a fisherman personally, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I've been told that some of the best fly fishing in uh, in the states is here. So exactly
0: uh, Zach, we have to go up there.
1: No,
2: we, we it's yeah, we we have to. So one quick question So a lot of our listeners are kind of all over Pennsylvania and some other areas in, in the country, and so just for them to know, where can they? Like, I know you're in Williamsport, obviously, but where? Mm-hmm. Where are some locations where they could? Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a really great question so <laughs> i wish i could give a, a better answer for it uh we are distributed in all counties inside of pennsylvania right now we we're not we're not distributing outside of the state right now and we could not distribute outside the state right now because i, I don't have any more beer to give so when people when people are uh complaining online that they wish that there was more beer. It's like I'm really trying, like I'm losing sleep over it. I'm starting <laughs> I'm having gray hair right here too. I'm starting to go <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to go gray, just trying to figure out how to get more beer out so that more people can enjoy it. So we're we're really trying our hardest to to fulfill the orders that we can. So um I'd say the the best bet if there is a Wegmans near you, Wegmans is generally a, a pretty good good spot to to find our beer um generally if you are um in a spot with a strong distributor that has a lot of square footage they're they're generally a a good spot to to go to so it really depends on where you live i couldn't there's so many accounts i couldn't just tell you rattle off a list so
2: no that's great yeah and
0: i'll ask like the the dorky I feel like the podcast cast question that you have to ask and you and probably you'll say it's like asking me like like what kid would you love the most type of thing. But, but do you have like a top five beers like that you've like if you had to rank them in your head of like that you like the most?
1: Uh, that I like the most, that are my yeah, beers you know, like or other. from
0: people? the neutral uh,
1: catalog. If you want the new trail catalog. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> it's easy. Number one for me is Lazy River Pills. Uh, okay. I love I love that beer. I brewed that beer. Um, For my mom, but it is also a a labor of love. Um, Pilsner, amongst brewers, is kind of like the, uh, I always call it like the margarita pizza of beer. (laughs) Like, um, if you can make a good margarita pizza, you can generally make pretty good pizza. So, um, Pilsner for me is that, and uh, Lazy River sort of um, is that beer for me. So, I'd say it's Lazy River. I really love SOB. That's our American IPA. That's our, our flagship American IPA. I'm being really corny because they're, they're right now they're all core beers. <laughs> not I'm not shamelessly plugging all my core beers, but it's really, so
0: important how good these yeah, are.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, re- yeah, I, I really love. Um, so I'd say it's Lazy River is number one. S O B is number two. Broken Heels has to be number three. Um, Moonlit, Moonlit's number four. I, I love that beer. It's a you know it's a drier uh, imperial stout. It's full flavor, lots of chocolate, lots of roast. And then huh weird fifth beer maybe um i can plug uh flannel weather flannel weather the red label which is with uh nelson savin i really love nelson savin as a hop that's got that nice like white grape dank weedy sort of characteristics and still sort of citrusy so
0: that's so yeah. it, mm. it's funny because I have five, and then none of those I, I love all those, and that's not even in my. Those are, like, <laughs> <laughs> those
1: are what, what do you have, do you have a top five written so down? I, right there? I, so. I,
0: it's funny, I, I, I didn't even really put them in order, so i point like I just love them all so uh, much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I had mine as Pointing North, Forest, Up the mm. Creek, uh, Day Pack, <sighs> Morning Necessity, and Rock Run.
1: I forgot Pinecone. Pinecone, oh, oh god, I love Pinecone so. yeah, yeah,
0: oh my god, and. And the one other thing I was going to say, so to that point, like, are, is there a beer that's harder to make? Like, I know that's probably like a juvenile way of asking it, but like, looking at your whole 12-month calendar, is it like, okay, this one's going to take like, a little bit more effort?
1: Yeah, for sure. Any anytime we're producing, I mean, we, we spend a lot of time and attention to detail on all of our beers, but um, lagers and pilsners, in, in specific, are are without flaw. Like there's nothing to hide behind to to make those beers taste any better. It's all about your technique, your process, your your recipe. There you cannot screw up anything. And, and I know you talked about it earlier about cleanliness. Is so is that like the number one most
2: important? thing to having that consistent crisp you know beer every time
1: uh that's certainly the start for it Mm. but a a lot of it it boils down to um general brewing practices and you can't mess up any brewing practice at any time but specifically on pilsner day so
0: and and how does that work too i guess like because you're doing a bunch of different beers like is there a Pilsner day? Like, it, how does that work too with, cause, and I guess I'll morph it into two questions. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like innovative and sustaining? Like, cause you're talking about how busy you are, but you guys are also creative and just blowing all of our minds with this stuff.
1: Uh, yeah. There's a couple of questions in there. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think, I think the, the first question was um, how do I schedule beer? And um, we schedule based on the season, right? So, I mean, we know that, people drink more beer on the holidays and that, um, you know, January people generally try to lose weight and they they don't drink as much. So, so, um, you sort of have to schedule around, around when people are going to buy the beer and then it's just, just figuring out when, um, people are going to buy what beers. Right. So we know that like, I couldn't release candy hearts and, august right like that would make any sense so so uh so you see so release candy hearts around around valentine's day and then once you sort of build a base schedule you can fill in and try to uh, figure out what what you can do to mess around and innovate i guess that leads into your second question so like we've been fortunate enough recently that some of our smaller tanks have been empty so we've been able to um work on um newer milkshake concepts that's where like snickerdoodle and uh candy canes and gumdrops and why am i blanking on the most recent ones tiramisu and chocolate covered strawberries that all comes from being like well i got extra space i might as well see if i can i can make something cool happen out of it so
2: and i got a novice brewing question for you so roughly sure. and this probably varies so roughly how long is the process from start to finish does it take to get start, sure, yeah.
1: grain grain to glass from the time that, that we mash in or mill mill in to the time that you can consume it it can be anywhere from 14 days to 30 to 45 days really depending on the style so like a an ale or an ipa is going to take 14 to 17 days but a Pilsner or lager can take anywhere from 30 to 45 days so but as far as the actual creation of the liquid of the wort or the the sugar the sugar water that that gets fermented out and eventually becomes beer um it's about six to eight hours it's
0: probably a stupid way of asking this but like how many steps i mean there's probably a million of them but like generally like at a high level like how many steps are like maybe like uh like process like like parts in the process of the workflow of making beer are there oh geez general general i have to say uh, all vary and stuff from different it beers, depends on how
1: guys. yeah it depends Your on reaction on really, says
0: everything yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean it could be it could be as simple as three you know you, there's there's work production there's fermentation and then there's packaging or you could look at work production as a whole and there's you know Eight major steps in that, and then fermentation has six major steps in that, and then packaging has six ste- major steps in that. So it's, it's as simple or as complicated as you want to make it.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny too because I saw um, a video on YouTube. I, I'm drawing a blank on the show, but before we, we, I was putting my notes here for the show. I saw these guys tour the brewery, and I was looking, I said to my roommates, I was like, I would rather tour that than Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Like, whatever <laughs> these guys did, like, what's it been like just growing the brewery? And, and to that point, what's it like going there? So, like, we're obviously going to go, and we'll let you know when we come up. Yeah, for sure. Time. Let me know. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Like, Zach, we should do a fancy draft up there. Oh, there
2: you that'd go. That'd be
0: fun. We have to. And yeah, we should go watch live show. That'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, happen to do another show. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be awesome. we do one live at the brewery. Um, but I guess to that point, like, do you mind just talk a little bit about the brewery and just like how what, what it's like up in Williamsport and just how it's growing and stuff?
1: Yeah, sure. So Williamsport's like a, a small city in uh, north central Pennsylvania. There's probably about thirty thousand people here. We're situated in a valley. So, if you're here in the morning, the fog sort of rolls through and down the down the river. It's really picturesque, and being here in the fall is really really gorgeous with all the, with all the color changes. So, um, it's a logging town originally, which known as uh, was known as the at one point held the um, most millionaires per capita in the world. I believe that happened in the late 1800s because of the logging industry. So, there's gorgeous gorgeous victorian homes just littered throughout the hillside around here and um <clears throat> because of that there's all these really cool um brick old warehouse buildings sort of just that eventually became vacant up here and and uh the town sort of had a uh, a recession in the 19 mid 1900s you know 1940s and sort of was trying to find a find a uh identity and eventually in the um in the late 90s early 2000s i guess the the oil and gas industry sort of picked up fracking picked up here which revitalized the town and um New Trail is sort of a product of of that revitalization um people were interested in newer things and we sort of adopted one of those old brick buildings that i was talking about it was originally the dodge planing company uh logs used to float down the river and um they would be plain, they would float off into a into a, a dike and they'd get put into this building and, and plane down into into pieces of wood and so you come into the brewery and it's old rustic industrial a lot of the bricks excuse me have um imprints and and, and stamps on them so you can tell that the the building itself is old if you look up in the rafters the beams are all sort of like wonky <laughs> like it's it's seen some stuff so uh, we grew that from a, a small little brewery into um, a uh, modest-sized brewery. I suppose Does that answer your question.
2: That's so cool—the history behind you know the yeah.
1: area yeah. And, and the yeah. start yeah. of the brewery. Yeah, I, yeah. Sort of went, I sort of went off on a tangent there. I no, no, I'm just going off there right now. Yeah, it's, really, like, <laughs> it's really, it's really pretty up here. I've, I've never lived in a, in a prettier spot in my entire life. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and the chat had a great question too. What what's it been like with this pandemic too? Right? Because you talk about how important <clears> the <throat> small business, and I mean that's another hurdle you guys have had to hop over through this whole. Yeah, I
1: mean it's been uh, it's been a lot. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. It, it. It's a moving target. Like owning a business is a moving target, and owning a small business is a moving target and owning craft, you know, craft brewery is a, is a moving target. And then all of a sudden the target goes from like on a normal year, kind of like this to just be like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> like the rules change all the time. Sometimes the bars are open. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes people are allowed to leave their house. Sometimes they're not like, you know, our, our tasting room is, is one of the few ways that we can really interact with uh, with the, the general public. So it's been it's been odd at the times that we've had to shut it down. But even even with it open, it's not the way it's not open the way that we want it to be open, you know. I don't feel entirely comfortable just walking around talking to strangers about how's your experience? What are you doing? How you know, how do you like the beer? Like sitting down, like oh, oftentimes you could catch me before the pandemic, just sitting with new people all the time, just trying to talk to them about what's going on and yeah, how they ended up there. So
0: and it's funny because we're talking about the low point. How about the high point, the Little League World Series, right? Like, I, I'm sure that's been wild. What's that like when that weekend comes? I'm sure it's the business is booming.
1: So, so uh, business and Williamsport sport is generally booming, booming during the, the Little League World Series, but we've only been open for two of them. So, and people didn't really know about us in the first two years that we were open. Uh, and as far as people that were traveling in, so we didn't see a, uh, a huge up, uptick in business on those weeks but Williamsport as a whole is a lot of fun um those two weeks there's you know parades there's festivals Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of -of out-of-towners that are coming in and trying to to you know learn about Williamsport and and enjoy our stuff but at the same time one of the reasons I really love Williamsport is that you can walk in anywhere like, and, and everybody, it's sort of like being in cheers everywhere you go. Everybody knows your name. Like So, so during little league, like everybody's like, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to go camp that week or I'm going to get out of town that week because this town that's equipped to hold 30,000 people all of a sudden holds a hundred thousand people. So, um, it's funny i'll, I'll sidetrack a little bit even further like when i moved up here people st- like would complain about traffic They're like oh you know i got stuck on traffic and traffic when my went to work i was like where are you running the, the traffic out here and they're like oh, I, hit, I hit the traffic light down the, the street i'm like oh you hit a traffic light you didn't hit traffic so like traffic to them is like getting stuck in a traffic light more than one turn i was like you haven't hit traffic until you're driving down 76 and your air conditioning oh. doesn't work in July and God. you're st- stopped trying to get to the airport. Like, that's traffic. You hit a traffic light. It's
0: like, let me but, tell you about the 202 construction project. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> for a decade. Like? Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, uh, yeah. so the, the two weeks during uh, the Little League, there is actual traffic here, though, so people complain about that.
0: That's so cool, and and Brian had a great point too. I was just giving you guys credit for for just staying, you know, just working hard and staying open throughout this whole deal. And by yeah, way, for gotta, sure. To respond to his point, I was dead ass wrong about the Super Bowl on the on the show yesterday. We did, Zach. Yikes! Like don't I should have forget. Um, We all were very, very high chiefs, uh, Chiefs, which probably that, that Super Bowl sucked. Mike, like I don't know if you watched anything, it, but it was I not. Watch, I
1: watched it. I watched it. Assuming that we'd talk about the Super Bowl, so I'm not like I oh said, am really not, not a did had to, guy, but, you, did, you had
0: to go through that for us. Like, yeah. I, like
1: <laughs> no, no. no I, 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 I generally watch the Super Bowl. I, I, you know, I generally keep up with the Eagles, but I'm not like a, I'm not a religious Sunday football guy. I'm not like sitting on the couch Sunday at ten o'clock in the morning to to try to catch every game. So. <laughs>
0: You know, if the two of us would make a normal football fan, then I think he's yeah. really, <laughs> that, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what's been fun too, because I know when we reached out, you're probably thinking, "What the actual hell is like a yeah. sports podcast like reaching us about?" But, I mean, yeah. the thing we like about the liver, just like just shooting the hell out of like everything, and just talking about, you know, like we're drinking beer in the living room, like that's kind of the way we look at it. Yeah, and,
1: man. I mean, that uh, beer is a part of pretty much every major life event. So I mean, I don't know, maybe a funeral home is going to reach out to me at some point and say, <laughs> "Are you to help on my podcast?" Crazy
0: idea. Then you got the zombie or people too one.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pumpkin beer. So
0: And uh right, sorry, I got a question for you from the chat too. So they're wondering, or do you have in your hand this is probably another thing like I, dude did you not just hear me? Like April's like, you know, but people want to know, do you have any uh maybe plans in your imagination for maybe like a little league World Series style beer or something to release out there that has that vibe to it?
1: Yeah, so I mean the the World Series is the last two weeks of August or the central two weeks of August. We in the past we've done a beer called um Who the Hell is on First, Hell is Lager. <laughs> nice. Um yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Abbott and Costello fan, and uh, that was sort of it pays homage to both. I don't know that we'll we'll have the time to do this here. I hope that we do, but I've always joked that like we'll do who the hell is you know what's on second? I don't know third base, like get through the whole the whole skit. Sure. But who knows?
0: And oh, and so look at So we got some Williams recommendations here. So we got. Um... Was it Pudgy's, uh Pizza? Yeah, Mr. Pudgy's Sticky's?
1: Pizza. Yeah, for sure. Mister Stickies is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, let me let me tell you, people up here love love their junk food, and those stick <laughs> those, those stick those sticky buns are the real deal.
0: <laughs> well, you know it's funny too. So let me ask you this: uh, you probably had a trillion beers, right? So I got one. So when I'm in healthcare IT, so I travel a lot to different hospitals sure. and stuff. So Boulevard is one I love from like Kansas, Kansas City area. That mm-hmm. had a ton of like Tank Sevens and all yep. that. Uh, you know, dogfish head, Delaware, that's obviously way closer. But I'm just yeah, like, for just sure. I think someone's like, are there any like off the Pennsylvania? Res- New Glarus is one I love, by the way. I, don't know uh, if I had love actually. New
1: Glarus. Yeah, for oh sure. My God.
0: Isn't it the best? It's yeah, kind of it's wonderful. I, Zach and I had a hell of a. Do you want to? Should we tell him that story? Because you're gonna laugh and just be like, well, yeah. oh, these guys are rookies. So we're both diehard football fans. Packers yeah. for me, obviously. He's a Giants yeah. fan. So we. And this is what Zach was like four or five, six years ago, maybe. It
2: was yeah, five years ago. When okay,
0: yeah, so it was, okay, so it was about five years ago, and we go fly in Milwaukee the night before, like have a night before with we the Packers Giants game up at Lambeau Field. So we're staying we're at this casino, and you know we did well, so we you know, run a little bit of money, so we go over, you know, we're yeah. we have to, like celebrate. So we're gonna have the finest fresh Wisconsin beer. Let's get me a summer shandy. <laughs> so like the, what, was it the end of October, beginning of October? <laughs> yeah. yeah. so the bartender was like no like it's like no no here like try that have you heard of this and we're like no yeah. so he gives us a uh, staghorn which was the new Glarus Oktoberfest yeah yeah and and then he was telling us how obviously it's only sold in the state which I was thinking about too when you were saying how yeah. it's only sold in PA I feel like no yeah. yeah, we talk about
1: new Glarus a lot when we talk about the business model really yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, have you been to that brewery before
1: I've never been to New Glarus I've enjoyed a lot of their beer but mm. I, I can't say I've ever been I'd like to go
0: Oh, yeah that's that's all my fault i do i do
1: i do a lot of business in, in wisconsin but now, um
0: how, i was gonna say how much is that like when you were saying earlier i'm a brewer I, the first thought i thought was the Milwaukee brewer is like yeah, how much yeah. is that i guess like in the culture there and just other places maybe like, like the pacific northwest with the hops in oregon and and why yeah, I, that, like,
1: I travel i travel to the pacific northwest i try to get out there once a year for hop selection um wisconsin is where my um tech manufacturer is so i i you know I, i'm a representative for them i when i was consulting i was selling a lot of their their brew houses so i um, um i've been to milwaukee <laughs> a couple times
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh the third ward's where it's at the th- the
1: third ward i guess
0: is that what they call yeah, it yeah 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 that, was, yeah that was a fun time yeah
1: yeah, yeah th- third, third space brewing company i think is down there so mm. They could they could tell we were
2: from out of town, so they were they were like pushing us free stackware like all night. I don't remember that game, but I, I remember it at least. And uh, yeah. uh, it, was, it was amazing, just great, great yeah. people, great experience.
1: Yeah, it's always funny it's every beer. time that I every time I I, I meet somebody from out there or that I'm doing business out there, and they're, they're like, I'm very fast paced. Like even up here, I'm very fast paced for a lot of people in, in North Central Pennsylvania. And they're like, you're not from around here, are you? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I want to move quick. Yeah, right. Uh,
0: so it's funny, there's one thing I knew I forgot to mention to you, and the chat here is awesome. It just reminded me. She was saying, Have you seen, Mike, have you seen any New Trail beer, uh, or New Trail uh, beer trees? <laughs> so we have an addiction, like I said. So, and I, it, you can't see this podcast because we just have to zoom up. So we have an artificial Christmas tree. And what we did for the ordinance this year is we had all the, we just did New Trail, all <laughs> the trees. I'm pulling up from <laughs> the audience, so I'm looking at it. So we had through hikes, snow tracks, both moonlets, uh, snowmen, uh, Oh my god! This uh, ugly sweater pointing north, uh, drift. Oh my god! Like so, you can tell. So it's like almost like this like, yeah. like initiation to the club. I'm like, oh, trust me, we speak the code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, uh, I hadn't I hadn't seen a Christmas tree done up with just new Trail, but I've I've seen lots of uh, fan art and things like that. So,
0: and and, and I guess that'll be kind of my, one of my last questions. Is so I guess well, how cool is it interacting with the community? You talk about that throughout the interview and how important that is to. You, and that's so cool to us, just hearing it. Just how important that, just interact with everybody and just the, the little things behind the business. Yeah, for sure. I, I
1: love talking to talking to people that, that consume our beer. I you know I, I run our social media page, so I'm I'm the one that um talks to just about everybody that the messages in or or um comments or whatever you know i, I try so to got my
0: jorky ass instagram message
1: to get started <laughs> i, I have no idea i haven't been on social media enough. So <laughs> because i'm the one that runs it sometimes it, it becomes lackluster it's like three days old I'm like hey, ah they figured out what was on tap next <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and, and i guess I mean,
1: sorry go ahead no no i, I really love it. it it's um it's an important part of doing what we do and you know it certainly help. you know it fills me i'll say I, I like talking to people
2: awesome no. well, so, is that, Zach, do you have a question no, i'm just saying no
1: that, that's great to hear you know because not not
2: everyone's like that so it's nice to see you know great to see that you know
1: yeah i mean some people like it some people don't if, you know and, and for me i'm not there to sit there and convince you that I make the best beer. I you know, I, I know that I make the beer that, that I want to make and I'm always trying to make it better. So mm-hmm. you like what you like and you don't you don't, but we don't always have to talk about beer. Yeah. So. And hey you, you
2: know your beer brings people together.
1: So yeah for sure. It brings brings lots of people together. So
0: yeah. Got Zach on the see, we need to get Zach more on the bus. See, I'm I'll put you on the spot here, Zach. This is a challenge. I swear Mike every show I'm like sitting here like drink people have think I'm an alcoholic. I'm like, oh so I got this other new trail. It's really good. And so I got Zach to get broken heels, which you loved Oh,
2: Broken Hill is my favorite.
1: Yeah, love I like it. Broken love Broken Hill.
2: Love it. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I'm on the bus. Don't tell me I'm not on the, I'm no, on no, the
0: no, bus. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're on the bus. I'm saying we need to more on the bus. I need you, like, I need, yeah. I, well, you don't have to be crazy. Like, that. I'm obsessed. That's the, that's, don't be like me. That's the, that's the wrong thing. But we need to get, we need to get more diversity here, getting some more, some more. So actually, to, like, to that point, what are some new ones you have on deck and, and like, that you're looking for kind of looking down the pike into spring?
1: Sure. So, uh, like I said earlier, we're, I'm going to pull up my schedule just so I can speak a little bit more intelligently about this. But, um, <laughs> we're uh Brewing Field today, so you'll see that out in uh, early March. Uh, Expedition Pack is next week, like I was talking about. And then there is a number of uh, St. Patrick's Day beers that we're working on. And they'll be out not next week, but the following week. Like Karen's heart right there.
0: I know. I was about to say, like Karen McCauley, that's like, it doesn't get more Irish than that,
1: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm Irish too. Oh, let's go. I don't, really? I don't, I don't like it, go. look good, but. <laughs> 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 uh, there's Final Weather Mote to Lake coming out. There's lots of stuff coming out, but I mean, it's a, it's a new beer every week. So,
0: it's that point. So, make sure you check out Nutria. I'll pull up uh, all the, the website and the social media stuff for you guys. So, check out the website. Um, you know, you can check out all sorts of cool stuff, and then social media obviously is where you guys have all, all these sorts of. Yeah, cool social stuff. social media is actually
1: a better way to to interact with what's going on with us. I'd say our website is adequate at best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna see what's going on at the brewery at any given time, social media is the way to do it. And then if you're interested in purchasing any of the the fabulous new trail swag, you can always go to newtrailbrewingoutpost.com. These things just hit the the shelves the other day. Oh, I like uh, shame yeah. yeah. Shameless plug on that. So. There you go. No, all no, right. you
0: can. It's that point we had. We would to say some sidetrack stuff. Oh, like for sure. I to, or something like that. Uh, oh no, God, yeah. I Have
1: to send you guys a, a care package as well. So. Oh my
0: God, no! do You kidding me? No, this you spending an hour of your time. First of all, it's funny you're talking about the community being nice, talking but like God. You spent an hour with us, like.
1: like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's funny every time I, I listen back to a podcast that I've done. I'm like, I can't believe people want to listen to me talk. Like I sound like that. Like no, <laughs> I can't be right. That's why I don't even
0: listen to our shows <laughs> yeah. I get every time. <laughs> for myself yeah I, basically that's yeah. the glue <laughs> so. yeah. oh man but my boy thank you for jumping on with us yeah and, absolutely thanks the for having table, me we'll talk for, for uh for thursday like the rest of the like, ins and outs because there's something I we, we got an entire off season to do it yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah
0: i like that all right so I'll so, talk real quick so we'll plug ourselves real quick too in here and just talk real quick about um our social media real quick so uh, if you want to check us out real quick on Twitch, you can check us out uh, for all the video episodes there. You can follow us to the hearts of le- or, yeah, follow us to the hearts of left. uh, Subscribe to the right and then also check us out on YouTube as well. Um, it's funny. I, Zach, I have no idea. I was like, look, I'm like, where the hell does Spotify and iTunes like? think of. <laughs> so I just doing that on the fly. Um, so you can also check us out on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and then check us out on our Instagram handle at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, and then we do have a store. Yeah, so you can check us out on the store as well with uh, all sorts of good, good stuff. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of fun. Like, we're we appreciate you coming on. This is so yeah, much fun. Ton of fun,
1: guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Also, I was gonna say, we're just a bunch of guys talking sports here, so we hope, like, you know, yeah, we, we, yeah this is awesome.
1: Well, when you get your uh, when you get your funeral home podcast up and going, I'm, I'm happy to have a <laughs> <hop on. laughs>
0: <laughs> Awesome. And, hey, anytime you're in the downtown area, we'll grab a beer together yeah, for
1: sure. Or if we're in the we'll Williams be coming corner. up to Williamsport, I'll yeah, be. let me know. So,
0: definitely. Yeah. Awesome Mike. We wanna thank everyone for, for watching the show tonight and yeah, we'll see everyone in the living room uh Thursday at seven. 7-